Hello and welcome to Caverns and Krakens, an almost family-friendly D&D real play podcast. I am joined today by... Leslie Colton as Ekinem Umut, otherwise known as Ekinem Umut. Do, 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 do. Nice. It's got the perfect amount of syllables. I'm Cody Sarain playing as Mr. Pickles, who is a barbarian half-orc, who used to actually be named Mr. Cucumber, pre-pickling. <laughs> it was All right, go when on. he became <laughs> officially uh when he went from newborn to toddler he went from or maybe it was at adulthood <laughs> when he turned 12 he went from mr cucumber to mr pickles he didn't go through puberty <laughs> he went through a pickling he went through a pickling process yeah. <laughs> well i kind of always assumed that they used bf and af instead of ad and bc what? before flood before? and after oh. flood oh, okay. <laughs> but maybe they used before pickling and after pickling in on a on tour was it tour? Yeah, it was on tour. They call it's just gone from my memory now that we've passed that subplot. Uh, it's a uh, AP and BP, <laughs> both of which exist <laughs> advanced placement and British petroleum. <laughs> okay, now moving on. <laughs> That's the one. Caden Haywood playing as Scar, the Landon Paladin, who just to satisfy the crowds and comments that have been flooding into our inboxes we have not gotten everybody has been asking the same question (laughs) everybody has been asking the same question what is scar's favorite sea shanty and (laughs) the answer is it's everybody's favorite one wellerman okay yeah that's a good one sample classic do you know the wellerman the wellerman the wellerman (laughs) no Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Ethan. <laughs> Sorry, Caden. That's a shut and closed case now. <laughs> Bo Wright as Momo Walker. I thought that this week I would share that I always kind of picture Momo as looking like the abominable snowman from Monsters Incorporated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've always pictured him as the Yeti from Scooby-Doo. What, what about the abominable snowman Ooh. from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the Christmas movie? Ooh, that's a good one. I like oh, that. I just looked up the Abominable Snowman from Monster Zeke, and I really hope that Momo does not look like this. He has... <laughs> oh, that's kind of scary. Disturbingly human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, he's the claymation abominable snowman. We're going with that. I'm not sure that's any better. <laughs> Wait, have any of you seen Rudolph the like stop? Yeah, you know, yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. Yeah. He looks like the stop motion abominable yeah. snowman from yeah. that. The one that I mentioned like <laughs> yeah. two yes. minutes ago and was busy looking oh, at the picture. My of. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am gone. Oh, you even sent a freaking link. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this whole time, I was like, oh, I got got the perfect idea. (laughs) Okay, so we need to establish, canonically, Momo looks like the Yeti from the Rudolph animated movie. His father, (laughs) Mr. Walker, looks like uh, the Yeti from Chill Out, Scooby-Doo original movie. And his mother looks like... So does that mean that we... Have canonically have made it so that Momo, when he gave himself a fake name, didn't change his last name. <laughs> it was uh, yes. still longer. <laughs> we'll try to keep this parental advisory label free, but there will be violence. Other applicable content information can be found in the episode description.
last episode, you guys escaped from a fire giant, some devilish fiends, and a whole slew of hellhounds. And that was pretty much it. You like ran across the island, saved uh, like 150 changelings who are now aboard your ship, and you're sailing away with a big hole in your ship. How big is our ship? So you guys actually have a ship that is a little bit larger than a normal sailing ship. Like you have four decks instead of three decks. Do we have so, enough room for 150 changelings or is it just as big as we need it to be? They can all sleep on the deck side to side. I guess they can change to be a little bit smaller. Oh, <laughs> they can all just be a little bit skinnier and shorter. They can all yeah. become halflings. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that's so funny. <laughs> they all just turn into uh, Lieutenant Colonel because he's a rock gnome. <laughs> <laughs> How does Lieutenant Colonel react to 150 gnomes copying him? Oh, my gosh. What the heck? <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I've always thought myself pretty ugly. <laughs> I never got the looks from my mom. <laughs> there was also a messenger raven delivered a letter to Ekonem, which was encoded, but Ekonem cracked the code and you guys found the message that was written there. Now you know where you need to go next, which is to the uh, monkey monasteries, to the, uh, what's the, what's the adjective for monk? Monkish? <laughs> the monkish monasteries. Monk-esque. In my notes, I have the next subplot labeled monkey business, <laughs> except I don't think we'll get there this episode. So uh, we'll see. Let's speed run it. See how much. Yeah, speed run the episode. Has uh, <laughs> just end the episode like a 20 minute episode. <laughs> so did we get the, our boat fixed at the end of last episode when we docked? Nope, you did not. You were sailing towards that island. So you have enough time to take a long rest before you get to the island, the closest island where you will need to fix your ship. Because of the, the hole in your hole, it takes like a little bit longer than it should to get there, but you may sail there and dock. Is that what you guys want to do right now? Yeah, I think we need to get our ship fixed. Okay, so you are sailing to Trisk in the Purple Rocks is the closest port. Didn't I cast Repair Ship last episode? Oh, I forgot. You cast Repair <laughs> yeah, we're Ship. Fine. Never mind. We're you fine, can guys. just skip this episode. <laughs> yeah, I brought some homebrew spells into the game, and Repair Ship was one of them. Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you pull into port. It is almost the same as the port you left from. There is, yeah, it's just a regular port. A very normal port. Uh, very similar to the port of Norland. And for listeners, everyone is now level four. Yay. Yes. Oh. Kate, you didn't level <laughs> yourself up. He said something on Discord about doing it. Premium I misread contact. your message because you said, oh, wow, you did say everyone. Yep. <laughs> everyone but Caden is level four. <laughs> everyone <now>. but Caden. <laughs> Caden, for that, for that misunderstanding, you get D-leveled. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just an ASI, so just go take your ability score increase real quick. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're pulling into a... And a regular harbor. <laughs> a regular harbor with all of regular the regular harbor, harbor things. All regular the harbor. amenities of a harbor, <laughs> such as. Uh, okay, so actually, <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me change my statement. <laughs> so you pull into this harbor and you notice that it's not quite a regular harbor. <laughs> Wow, this is not a regular harbor. There is one thing different. That thing is... Guys, in all my experiences at harbors, 
This regular harbor is not regular. <laughs> <laughs> There's something irregular about this regular harbor. <laughs> A thin shroud of irregularity that veils the harbor. <laughs> you left the island of Tor as the sun was setting. You were heading towards the Sunset Mountains. Sunset Mountains into the setting sun. You took a short rest and it took you a little less than a day to get there. So it's like dusk. It's like the sun is setting right now. And you notice that as the sun is setting a little bit, like as the sun goes down and down, lights are starting to like show up in the harbor. And you notice that this harbor is like more glittery than a regular harbor. It's like more neon and there's like colorful lights more so than like a regular town. Other than that, it's a pretty normal harbor. (laughs) Something so was... seems irregular about this harbor. What What seems irregular, Mr. Pickles? Well, I was about to tell you that things are really colorful here. Like, don't regular harbors have very normal color schemes? But goodness, look at that signage. There's so many colors popping oh, out at me. You're right. It's a pride festival. Can I ma- make an inside check on Momo to see if it's actually a pride festival? You want to make an insight? Okay. Uh, yeah. What, to okay, see so if he's Momo homophobic history, or not? Okay, so Momo insight. Momo, how did you know that this is a pride festival? I may have gone to my fair share of celebrations. Nine. <laughs> nine insight from Ekinem. I got a nine. A nine history for, uh, for Momo. So Momo, you do recall that it is in fact... Pride Month just began. Yeah, Pride Month just wow. started. Uh, Ekonem, you think that Momo is lying. You think it is still um, the month before. Uh, typical <laughs> rainbow capitalism. <laughs> Doesn't even uh, know when Pride Month is. Yeah, come on. So how about we find a, someone that's leading the Pride Parade to ask how we can fix our ship? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we could hire somebody on the docks. I mean, I could repair the ship, guys. I, 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 I. Scar, what's the ETA on how long it would take yeah. only you to fix uh, the ship? Is this a ritual spell, or is this like... No. Yeah, no. what's the duration of repair ship, Scar? <laughs> is uh, that a two-week-long have... spell to cast? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it isn't a spell. Okay, Ekonem wanders I, up to the doctor. <laughs> Okay, great. So you guys land the ship. Ekonem uh, <clears throat> lowers the gangplank, starts walking down. The uh, dockmaster is walking towards you. As you're walking out, the dockmaster raises their arms and says, Welcome to Sagev Sal. Uh, you're just in time for Pride, the Pride Festival. No way. Did you roll with it or is that what it was? I just rolled with it. <laughs> no. I was so excited. It I might as well be, though. Like, there's not, that doesn't change anything I have planned. Like, I just was really excited that I had guessed it, but no, he was just yes anding me. It, it makes it more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pride. We get it. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we have a ship that's about to sink. Uh, can we get some help with that? Oh, yeah, that is getting lower and lower by the minute. Uh, yes, you can. Um, <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll tow your ship into the uh, shipwrights area where we'll uh, we'll fix up your ship. If you guys would like to uh, to come into town, there is you can enjoy the festivities of the of the Pride Festival. Um, there is also many bars and casinos that you could uh, go to. It's going to take probably about a day to uh, to get this pretty sizable hole fixed up. So. Guys, I'm gonna just hop over to that, you know, little, you know, casino, whatever. It doesn't matter. You, <laughs> you guys will uh, go find someone to fix the ship. I'll be with you shortly. Don't call me shortly. 
Looking, I wonder uh, when. Momo has already <laughs> run off into the festival and is like completely gone already. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Dockmaster. Doc yeah. How much will it cost to get our ship repaired? Mm, okay. And how uh, let long me will it let take? me give you a quote. So it's going to take about twenty four hours just by looking at it. Probably about. 70 gold to to fix that because that's a that's pretty severe body damage Ooh, 70 gold 20 we have hours. several platinum guys i'm gonna try and bargain with this guy okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna say 22 hours <laughs> <laughs> blindsided that was good <laughs> Uh, he he yells back at you, sixty gold, and he's like, "Oh wait, 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 hold on." Uh, <laughs> twenty, uh, yeah, we could we could shoot for twenty two hours. Um, <laughs> if you guys pay a premium, and uh, now I feel bad because I already said sixty gold. If you if you pay full price seventy gold, then we can uh, we might be able to get it in like eighteen hours. We can probably shave a little while off of that. <laughs> okay, I didn't even have to roll a persuasion check for that. <laughs> you just no, gave that it to was. Me. Uh, I genuinely liked your joke, <laughs> and so I, um, he so he hands you Ekinem a sending stone, and he says, "I will, okay. I'll give you a sending stone equivalent of a ring when it's done." A rock. I'll give you a rock when it's done, <laughs> and he hands you a stone. <laughs> I wanted a rock. I this is a stone when we're done. I think Scar oh, follows Mickle. Mickle pickles. That's the second time I've done Mickle that. Mickle pickles. Nickelback. Are you pickles is Mr. Pickles related to Nickelback? Nickelback. Look at this photograph. Look at this cucumber. That's your next intro. That's your next Look intro. at this pickle. Okay, I follow Mickle pickles uh, into the casino. Momo comes back from the festivities. Uh, so do we want to set a spending limit for everyone on the night? <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, we weren't sharing money. We found several platinum. I assume we are dividing that among the group. That doesn't all belong yeah, to you, we, Scar. We divide it equally. <laughs> yeah, not, so we are it's sharing not a pool. money. So uh, everyone actually just read off to me how much gold is in your inventory because I have not been keeping tabs. Zero. <laughs> I have 20. Okay, well, based off one of the one shots that we recorded, I have 100 platinum and a 10 gold, but I assume that it's not correct anymore. <laughs> hey, okay. Momo, well, why don't you come with us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Momo has 100 platinum and 10 gold. Mr. Pickle is 20 gold. Ekinem? Zero. I have nothing written down. Okay, zero gold. Uh, Scar? 50 gold. 50 gold. Okay, we'll say that's canonically true. <laughs> We're just going to do it. Uh, on second thought, on second thought, said let's pool our money together. Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. No, 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 I no, that was a great idea. Scar. I understand. No, 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 great idea. Uh, uh, no limit on spending. Ekinem goes, I shun worldly possessions. <laughs> How about yeah, this? Yeah, it actually yeah. works. Until now. How about this? Everyone has 100 gold for the night. You're giving You're us an allowance, Mr. I have 100 platinum. <laughs> this is everyone's money. We all found this along the now way. Now it's everyone's money. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so what? Uh, Mr. Pickles coming <laughs> from a commune. He, he lied about. He says squiggles. Where's my 10? Where's my 100 gold? <laughs> what, if, what are you guys thinking I like? We found the money, and I am not trying to hide any of it from yeah, you. Where is Mr. the lie? Bard. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, like unlike the other stuff you've hidden you from us? You guys said you were too tired and you didn't want to carry it. And then I said, well, Scar, why don't you put it in your bag of holding? Scar goes, eh, I don't want to carry all that weight. And you dumped it in my backpack. And suddenly it becomes me stealing the money now because you all were too lazy to carry all the platinum. Wait, you have a backpack? I thought that was just Mr. Squiggles you were feeding the gold to. And Squiggles goes inside the backpack. Jimbo immediately vomits. It's 100 platinum. <laughs> I have a backpack that sometimes we put Jimbo inside of, and sometimes he goes around it, like, outside of it. He's backpack decor. Uh, I, I'm, like, trying to seek out the organizer of the Pride Parade. Is there anyone here? You can go up and find, like, an MC. Yeah, I'm going up to the MC, and it's like, hey, I'd like to, like, get some access to, like farmland for the this commune of changelings so like does this mc know like who would be able to like give the changelings like pride resources like access to farmland for these people yeah um hello i'm the mc (laughs) hello dragonborn Um, please please, dragonborn you are looking for a place for this uh these 150 changelings or so (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah they're They're all farmers. Hmm. They farmed cucumbers, so ideally somewhere wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> out of all the... Of, <laughs> well, we're surrounded Did by water. Did you want me to say moisture? <laughs> I feel like out of all the things that you need for farming, like, yes, moisture's one of them, but, like, land? <laughs> like, I feel like land is more important than moisture. <laughs> but maybe not. Do you have maybe any not. wet land? Like wetlands, or hmm. they also kind of need to be punished for how they treated me. So swamp, yeah, yeah. maybe. So, yeah. so swamp would be yeah. good because they didn't treat treat my friend over here very well. But like, they don't deserve to die. We we want to be helpful, but we also want to be really passive aggressive. We want to be helpful but rude. Maybe we can just not worry about the rude part because I feel like they've gone through enough already. Uh, but don't forget it, you know. Like, you know. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm a I'm a well traveled individual. I think uh, a good place for them might be if you head south for about seven to ten days, you'll reach the um, the uh, United Halfling States, uh, the Nalanther. Yeah, yeah, you'll reach the the island of the Halflings. I think that would probably be a suitable pickle farming area. Um, there are some uh, there's some islands around there that may be. That may be good for them. So who do you think should guide these people? Because I, for one, have had enough of them. Like, I'm going to go to that casino. I don't know about y'all, but someone else maybe? Um, We probably, I think uh, for my uh, expertise, I think we probably shouldn't appoint a political ruler for them. I think that's generally bad when you... No, not a political ruler, like a trailblazer. Oh, oh, like a guide? I bet Prometheus yeah. could oh. get them to where they're trying to go without them all dying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have Prometheus no idea who that is, probably. but I'm sure think, they could do it. I think we should make him the. This MC is so sick of, of like this, this conversation. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back to MCing now. Uh, take them <laughs> south. Uh, you'll figure it out. You you've got this. The entire party is just paused, focused <laughs> on this. Everyone, yeah, everyone's just surrounding, listening yeah. to it. One of I, them is like, <laughs> "I've got a boat. You guys can use." <laughs> Very kind of you, sir. 
uh, he hands he hands Prometheus the keys to the boat because all boats have keys. All <laughs> yeah, sailing ships have keys. <laughs> you have to put it in the steering wheel before you can... <laughs> He hands Prometheus the steering wheel. <laughs> it's a party yacht. <laughs> I like how the MC of the Pride Parade has been the most problematic one so far. He literally called an entire race weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are... Uh... <laughs> Racial boundaries, not gender or sexual boundaries. <laughs> I may be uh, open-minded in that regard, but I am a devout racist. <laughs> I'm a staunch racist. <laughs> that is why I called you Ekonem Dragonborn. <laughs> wow. I don't want that to be canon. <laughs> not canon, not canon. You can leave that in, but I just want all the audience to know that that is not what I was going for at all. <laughs> I never intend for a character to be racist or discriminatory in any way. Actually, although it may come across some villains, maybe I may intend for some villains to be mm. problematic. Yeah, but so I, I think I'm going to go up to like Prometheus, explain the situation, like introduce the people to the people. <coughs> then after that, Scar, Scar, is there anything you want to do in this town? I was kind of wanting to hit up the casino with Mr. Pickles. Mr. Pickles might have a lot to work out. Yeah. I I and I have a lot of reading to do, so I could like sit next to you while you Ugh. gamble and like read pour through my notes. Yeah. That doesn't sound too bad. I kind of want to browse the ships here. I'm kind of a ship enthusiast. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go paint a pirate and all. Maybe don't say that out loud. <laughs> the whole festival stops and looks at you. <laughs> Everyone looks at me. What is a pirate anymore? Really, when uh, you think about it, what makes a pirate a pirate? Uh, I've <laughs> Taking property that does not belong to them? I, I, I don't know. I can have it. I, I, I'm just, I don't know, a pirate. That's all I've ever known. What it means, I, I cannot say. Someone walks past you and says, you know what? That sounds like an identity crisis to me. <laughs> Jump in the parade, Scar. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Scar, I think um, I've just found out that your name is Scar from this person next to you. Um, <laughs> what, you're, what you're having sounds like an identity crisis. I think you need to relearn what it means to be a pirate. <laughs> Take pride in your roots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Party noises, cheering. Can, can you tell me, can you help me rediscover what it means to be a pirate? Of course. <laughs> Great. Okay, I'm going with this. <laughs> Why I'm does going that with sound like that's here. leading to something not PG-13? <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you what it means to <laughs> be a pirate. I really do need to like look through all the books that... Master, what's his face gave me? I didn't. Molag was down. it? Somewhere it was Molag or something. So Ekonem's gonna like pour through the books and notes and things Master Molag gave them. Okay, great. Yeah, so Ekonem heads back to the ship and begins studying. Well, I I think they're gonna study in like a casino, like okay. people around. You know, not on the sinking ship that's getting repaired with lots that's of hammering true. That's a, noises. That's a good point. Yeah, are you just going off with the parade? Are you just joining the parade? Oh, I thought I was uh, going to rediscover what it means to be a pirate. Yeah, you're going to rediscover. <laughs> yeah. So that it stays PG-13. So that it stays PG-13. The uh, the person that you're with takes you to a very like shady pub, 
in the back okay. of the island where some like old pirates hang out, some people that were like okay. entrenched in piracy, like retired pirates, basically. And you like sit down and have really deep and meaningful chats with them. And you have a lot of realizations that we'll talk about at a later, later, later at a later Heck point. Yeah. <laughs> Scar is slightly disappointed when he finds out he was literal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I misinterpreted what this was. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Scar. Enjoy the parade, says Quiggles. Oh, you're going to learn so much out there, Scar. You'll have to tell us all about your adventures. Uh, Momo and Mr. Pickles are going to go off into one of the many casinos that exist in Sagev Sal. I honestly was just going to go get lost in the parade, but you convinced me that this is going to be a good time. So let's let's try this gambling thing. Yay, gambling. I need you for your fat wallet, so <laughs> you are coming with me. Wait, not wait. 100, 100 gold limit. Remember, we set that for right. right. Canonically, we should say that Momo was always against going to go gamble. He, this whole time, wanted to just go out and like enjoy and celebrate. But Mr. Pickles is just kept in here, kept him with him. Yeah, just no, dragging exactly him along. There's going to be another Pride Month. It, it comes around every year. Don't worry. Yeah, but that's a whole nother year away. Come on. We need you. All right, fine. We'll get a couple Bardweisers in you. You'll be fine. You'll be having a good time. <laughs> couple Bardweisers in you. Yep. Make sure you open up your wallet as well <laughs> you can just hand that to me for the night because you're gonna be drunk <laughs> we need squiggles on in this Wait, party now are we really bringing a child into a casino this seems problematic i'm not a child i'm a juvenile <laughs> <laughs> how old are you jimbo how many 400 okay fine I'm just kidding <laughs> have we established a canonical age for jimbo i feel like we haven't i don't think so i i don't even know if i even considered that i just like picked juvenile kraken for the stat block and for the flavor he's actually very insistent on calamari uh, um sorry go ahead <laughs> he's actually very insistent on not being a child yeah i'm like four thousand in kraken years because we only live four minutes um <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect jimbo i matured very quickly when genocide happened <laughs> and all of the red krakens died <laughs> Are you trying to guilt me into letting you gamble? Is that what's happening here? That's exactly what I'm doing. If you really think gambling is the worst that he's going to be going through, you need to think again. Just because it ain't the worst thing doesn't necessarily mean we should be, you know what, here's your hundred gold, Jimmo. <laughs> <laughs> you you walk up to like the casino doors, they open, and you get that cool air conditioning on you that entices you to come in. And the person, the bouncer at the door is like, whoa, is that a juvenile? Are you a juvenile Kraken? And uh, Jimbo just looks at him deep in the eyes and the bouncer like is like, oh, oh, you can come on in, sir. (laughs) (laughs) He's seen things. (laughs) I think I think I might need to go take my break now. (laughs) Take my 15. (laughs) I need to go process what I just saw in that Kraken's eyes. Our rules are more flexible here in uh, Sagev Sal. Noted. He says that all to himself. Uh, okay, great. So you walk into the casino and it is your standard Las Vegas casino, like what you would expect to find in a casino. There are tables for a game called Dragon's Horde and Avondra's Favor. You know, the Dragon's Horde game has a lot of flashing lights that look enticing. Trust me, Momo, this is the game we need to play is Dragon's Horde. Come on. Okay, okay. Is it like a like a poker table where you sit down, or is it like a stand-up machine game? What is this? Uh, this is like a poker table where you sit down. Mr. Pickles, Momo, Jimbo will play as well, and then Goblob will play for the house. Okay. okay. Goblob, is your full, full name Goblin Loblothin? 
My full name is Goblin Lovleflum. I knew I remembered. Wow, what a remarkable young man you are. (laughs) Able to guess my name just by looking. Mm, I don't trust you. We're going to be gambling together. I don't like your insight. I slowly put on my sunglasses that I pull out of nowhere. (laughs) Do you two know each other from your time in the army together? Oh, I recognize you. You used to come to my casino in Gob London. Listen here, Goblin (laughs) Lobathin. You better deal my cards with, you know. Good, good. <laughs> Are you sure you my have cards as much good. experience gambling as you let on over there? We use cards in this game, right? Uh, nope. You, be- uh, <laughs> you need three d6s. Okay. Okay, thank you for sitting down at my table, gents. Jensen and gentsmen and Kraken. We're going to be playing a game called Dragon's Horde. The aim of the game is to roll higher than anyone else at the table, to amass a larger horde, if you will. Each player has three d6, three of these, which they will roll in secret. You are allowed to look at the result, though. At the start of the game, all players put forth an amount of money which goes into the pot. This is the pot. It is an actual cauldron, just a tiny cauldron which in the middle. Which is the pot. <laughs> yeah, he pulls out his uh, joint and... <laughs> Replaces the pot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything goes in civic glass. Savic glass or whatever I'd call this place. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Just had a little bit of a tangent stuck in my throat there. The amount is predetermined and is usually one gold, but it can be tweaked to more or less depending on the circumstances. Players can then bid. Anyone can bid any amount. Anyone can add any amount to the pot and the rest of the table has to either join in or drop out. So you're going to roll 3d6 in secret, and then the house is going to roll one public d6 after the bets are placed. The number rolled on the house d6 will be removed from play. So if I roll a 5, a 4, and a 6, and then the house rolls a 4, all 4s will be removed from play. And so you want to have the highest number minus whatever the house rolls. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, get it. Easy. Everyone put in a gold. <laughs> yeah, I'll put in five gold. All right. Oh, did you roll already? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I guess I matched that five gold. Let me roll for squiggles. Hot dice. Does everybody have their roll? Yep. I am going to raise one gold. I'm going to match that raise. Goblob and Jimbo both put in six gold. You know what? Let's make this a little bit more interesting. I put in another four. You really did that, Momo. I did. Uh Have you ever gambled before in your life? (laughs) You know, I'm feeling pretty lucky. So you have 10 golden. That is correct. (laughs) Yep. All right. He's feeling lucky. (laughs) (laughs) What a voice. Uh, We'll see about this. I'm keeping it the same. I match. Okay. (laughs) So you don't fold? No. Uh, Jimbo is going to fold and... Goblob is going to match. The bid is 10. Everyone is in. Now I'm going to roll this dice and we will reveal what our total is minus the house dice. Four is the dice (laughs) to remove. Okay, what do you have, Momo? Nine. (laughs) I have 10. Dang! How about Goblob? Goblob has nine. (laughs) (laughs) I have 14. Jimbo reaches out his tentacles and takes the pot. Jimbo, you folded. You don't get to take that. 
I misremembered how I retconned. <laughs> and he, Jimbo pushes the gold over to Mr. Pickles. So since Jimbo folded, Jimbo had put in six, and everyone else had put in ten, so that's 36 gold? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Pickles, 36 gold. Yes. I might have misunderstood, and I didn't realize you added. I thought you just took the highest one, and I had a oh. six. So I was like, okay, I have the best number. Okay. Now that you understand, <laughs> now let's go again. Good to know that you haven't gambled before, <laughs> Looks like you all are pretty good at this. We're going to have the starting bid as two gold. Everybody, roll their dice. Are we all willing to go in on two gold? Yep. Absolutely. I have a hundred gold to spend today. <laughs> I at least <clears throat> he's joking. Nobody has a hundred gold. <laughs> Goblob, he has a lot of money. <laughs> uh, I oh, like I can see that spilling out of your pockets. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me look at my spell list pieces. to see if I can do something to make hundreds, you shut up. Hundreds of platinum. <laughs> my friend here, no, is a very bad exaggerator. We do not have hundreds of platinum. I'm going to say it very loudly for people to hear in the <laughs> Hold casino. Hold on. The whole casino goes quiet and everyone looks I at you. I put away my... As happens, my I think, in every single episode. Because I didn't know that I'd need it for this. You know what I do? What do you do? For 10 minutes while we play this game, I ritually cast Unseen Servant and have an Unseen Servant that slaps him every time he starts mentioning how much money we have in the future after the 10 minutes. The spell fizzles out. It does not work. <laughs> you still it. use a... Sp- oh, no, you ritual cast it? Yeah, okay. I ritually cast it. After 10 minutes of ritual casting it while you're gambling, <laughs> you like... Okay, we'll say canonically, Momo, you get up and go to the bathroom. You take a bathroom break and you take 10 minutes in the bathroom ritual casting, like talking to yourself in the stall, <laughs> ritual casting an unseen servant. As you finish ritual casting it, it fizzles out. Dang it. And does not work. You come back to the table and Goblob is like, Well, that's good to know that I can't use suggestion or Thank something. you for joining us. <laughs> what took you so long? I'm sorry. That's none of my business. We're very professional here at this casino. This unnamed casino. <laughs> I should name this casino, but no. <laughs> I'm in. With two gold. Are you sure you don't want to play, you dragonborn? Uh, I shouldn't. I should be studying, but... Ah, studying is for the week. Nerds. And it's the, the weekend. Week. Yeah. It's the weekend. Yeah. Studying for the week. Weakness should end. So... <laughs> yes, yeah, so join okay, in. Yeah, yeah, I got yes. it. Yes. Wow, how did you do that? Yay, <laughs> I am very persuasive. We can never get Ekadem to play gambling. <laughs> to play gambling? <laughs> Again, I am really starting to rethink how much you actually know about gambling. Oh, every I time know you about gambling, Momo. <laughs> who won? Who won the last round? Yeah, that's right. Play that's right. gambling. Okay, Mr. I, Pickles is I'm famous for his skills. I'm gonna do a two gold buy-in, and I'm gonna attempt to sleight of hand to change a dice to be like a higher number. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm gonna sit this one out. Haha, Momo folded. <laughs> uh, Ekinem, raise or fold? So, can I roll my sleight of hand? Uh, yes, roll your sleight of hand. Seven? Okay. Do you raise or fold? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to change that my one that I had to a five. Okay, raise or fold? I raise. Uh, how much do you put in? Three. Match or fold, Mr. Pickles? I'm going to match and raise it. To seven total. Oh, okay. Ekonem, so do you match five. or fold? Match. Jimbo is going to fold. And Goblob is going to match seven gold. There is There was 10 gold in the pot. 
and then two folded and three put in five more. So that is yeah. 25. Tw- the pot is 25. The house is now going to roll. Remove your fives. No. <laughs> <laughs> you put two of your dice to fives. That's amazing. Well, I, I, I rolled one naturally. I was just trying to change one to five. <laughs> That's even worse. I flipped all, all the way Okay. Over. All right, everyone, reveal Jimbo. your numbers. Jimbo, what do you have? Jimbo has go first. nine. Mr. Pickles has 12. Economic? Three. three. Oh, that's bad. Goblob? 14. Ha ha ha. Goblob takes 25 Goblob. gold. Goblob, I forgot you were playing. <laughs> Gosh dang it, Goblob. Um, House okay, so wins. Goblin John Muthin. Economic, you're going to lose nine gold. Yeah. Mr. Pickles as well. Yeah. So I'm down to 88. Yeah, you just lose two because you didn't raise. Okay. So we're ending the night with roulette here then? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have now had enough drinks at that game. That roulette also looks enticing to be Ekanim, so let's do it. You walk up to the table that has a roulette wheel, and over top of it, it says spinny wheel. Uh, I think with two to one odds... So, like, buy-in is five, and then I get back ten if I win. Okay, so Ekonom is going to bet first. So I'm going to bet on the doubles being higher than the singles, and then I think you get to roll. So we're just saying that if if you are correct, then you double it, and if not, you lose? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. We'll do that. That sounds <laughs> fine. That sounds easy. So you're betting that the double, that the tens will be higher than the ones? Yes. Okay. And the number is 19. Oh. oh. You lose five. Okay. There is a goblin spinning the spinny wheel, and he says, Welcome to Spinny Wheel. My name is Joshua. <laughs> Joshua. Hello, Joshua. Hello, I'm a goblin. I hope you have some sense in you. Okay, Mr. Pickles, what is, you can bet pretty much anything you'd like. <laughs> I'm going to bet two gold doubloons. Evens. Okay. Evens. Evens for doubling two gold doubloons. Yes. Oh, it is 42. That's right. You get four gold doubloons. Thank you very much. Put them in your treasure chest. I'm going to go again. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quadruple my oh, first okay, bid. Okay. Yep, yeah. That's right. So that means... Uh, we'll, uh, we'll say three. that if you get two in a row, you triple it. Yeah, that's so eight. Uh, no, you're going to go four times three. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, we'll say. Yeah, whatever that number is. And you're evens. evens. Okay. Roll it, Mr. Jonathan. Uh, 25. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's basically even. That sounds like an even number to That's me. True. You know, it's like half of 50. Do I lose all of my gold doubloons since I did that? Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Fine, Mr. Pickles well, goes into a rage. Pickles <laughs> hunters a rage. I'd like to assist you on your turn to roll yes. with advantage. Oh, Joshua oh. will allow Ekonem to spin the spinny wheel, so Ekonem will roll the D100 for Momo's bet. Okay, but can I, like, sleight of hand clumsily, very drunkenly? You will have to pass a test. <laughs> You'll have to pass a check. <laughs> okay. A math test. Okay, what are you betting on, Momo? I am going to bet on evens. Interesting. <laughs> what? You have a problem with me? Uh, no, nothing. 
It ain't my fault you got too cocky and lost your money. I bet. You know what? Fine. I'm betting on the odds. I rolled triple zeros. Oh. Wait, so that means the house wins, right? Wait, no, but I want a sleight of hand. Okay. Three, but plus three to be a six. Joshua is like, I see you, cheater. I'd say, who are you calling a cheater? And Ekanem wants to, like, roll to, like, hit him. Calm down. Like, calm slug him down. in the arm. I also roll to hit him because I'm so angry that I lost. Momo starts panicking. Okay, so canonically we'll say that uh, Mr. Pickles has already entered a rage. Okay, I, I want to roll with disadvantage because I'm so drunk. Okay, you may uh, oh, roll I an unarmed strike. I rolled a d12 at that instead of a d20 <laughs> at my sleight of hand, but I think that's appropriate given... <laughs> given how drunk it can miss. Yeah. <laughs> Three plus five, eight. Does an eight hit? An eight does not hit. So you drunkenly... Uh, Joshua calls you out for cheating, and you drunkenly uh, try to do an unarmed strike, which as a monk is uh-huh. very powerful. Joshua expects this and uh, jumps out of the way and pulls a sending stone out of his pocket and says, security, security, you need backup over here at the spinning wheel. Joshua, you're the one that's cheating. No, okay. There's now, no way we would lose twice. Everybody roll initiative. I'm rolling the hit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, poop. Okay. One. Ten. Not 20. Okay. Ekonem surprised everyone. And so nobody got to take a turn. Ekonom was the only one that was able to do that first round. So we're back around to Ekonom. So now we're back around to Ekonom with their nat 20 roll. Okay, Ekonom would like to, like, get on the spinny wheel a little bit and, use and like, kick off from it and, like, use the momentum to, like, feet kick the, the, the goblin. Okay, <laughs> roll to hit. Can I still roll with disadvantage because I'm drunk? If you'd like to, you may, but I'll say I, that... I want to roll with disadvantage because I'm drunk. Okay. Two 16s plus five for an unarmed strike. That's going to hit. Four points of damage. Okay, you rolled a one on the d4? Yeah. Okay, good. I thought you were going to okay. say you rolled a four on the d4. That would have uh, that would have killed the goblin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bonus action, patient defense. Okay, cool. What does that do? I'm spending a key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action, so they can't hit me. Okay, great. So you do a spin on the spinny wheel, and uh, Joshua is like waving over two security goblins, which are hobgoblins. And while he is like waving them over, you kick him right in the back of the head, uh, really brutally, and he falls onto his face. Now it is Joshua's turn. Joshua is going to use disengage as a bonus action and then run out of range. And then shoot you with a short bow, which I will say is like a taser. Okay, does a 12 hit? No. Shoots a taser, taser short bow shot at you, and it just goes right between your legs, just barely misses you. Okay, now it is Momo's turn. Momo stands up straight and looks pissed off, and he goes, First off, I didn't even want to come to this casino. You were the one that convinced me, Mr. Pickles, that this was going to be fun. And now you're trying to get in a whole fight. Uh, this is no, you two need to calm down Whee! and we're going to find a nice place to stay for the night. And we are leaving and I'm trying to intimidate them into stopping the fight. Everything you're trying to intimidate the hobgoblins? No, I'm trying to oh, intimidate Mr. Mr. Pickles, Pickles okay. and Ekonim. Okay, roll intimidation. Mr. Pickles, you're going to roll wisdom with disadvantage. 
since you are in a rage. So that is a 13 plus 6, so 19. Momo's intimidation was successful, and so you roll wisdom with advantage. If you fail wisdom, you stay in a rage. If you succeed the wisdom, you can choose to do what you'd like. I rolled a 10 and a 3. Okay, so you rolled a 10, which is a failure. Okay, Cody, it's your turn now. You can choose whatever you'd like to do, but you are intimidated. Listen here, Momo. I'm the king of gambling, okay? I know what I'm doing, and I know that these goblins have been cheating us. That's what happens at a casino! I'm through with this place, and I'm going to try to pull the spinner off the wheel and throw it at this goblin, because I'm very mad. Okay, at Joshua? Yeah, at Joshua. Okay. Actually, uh, wait, I don't want to kill him. <laughs> I'll say I'm in a rage. Him, I'll I'm say in a rage. You can do uh, gonna... non-lethal damage, so you can okay. choose to just knock him out yeah, if he drops to zero hit points. I'm going to frisbee this spinner at yeah, him. Uh, yeah, give me... If you're gonna- Frisbee, might as well go for the hobgoblins coming to, like, <laughs> escort us out. Okay, I'm gonna do that instead of Josh looks. I don't want to accidentally kill him. Roll to hit with an improvised weapon is what this is. Okay, I got 12. Okay, and you were throwing it at the hobgoblins? Yeah. A 12 does not hit. So you throw okay. the you throw the spinny wheel at the hobgoblins, and it hits the left one right in the chest, but shatters because they're wearing armor. Like, oh bodyguard armor like a bullet bulletproof vest basically uh and they continue to walk over to you now it is back up to ekonom ekonom just uh, screams bar fight (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm trying to like persuade the crowd to like Join in on, this, <laughs> yes. on what Ekonom thinks is a good time. Ekonom is having fun with this. A lot of the tables around you noticed what was happening. Um, and now that you yell bar fight, they're all like, a lot of them are very disgruntled because they're gambling and the house is winning. So a lot of them are going to like cacophony erupts from everyone <laughs> and just total pandemonium breaks out. Like everyone jumps up. And there is just like rioting. Basically, everyone was like jumping on the people. Everyone's jumping on like the dealer at their table and basically just beating each other up. You have started a bar fight. Yeah. Now it is Joshua's turn. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Joshua is going to disengage and run away. There's some like stairs in the corner of the. This is a pretty big room, but there's some stairs in the corner of the room and they're going joshua's going to run up the stairs now it is momo's turn so i don't know why i can't cast magic i just know that it didn't work i don't see anything like that would be stopping it correct all right well i have so many nice spells that i can't use all correct. right <laughs> can i don't know if this is going to work can i try to like start pushing him and mr pickles towards the door yes you may Okay, I want to start pushing us out towards the door. You can't do this to us, Momo. Whose side are you on? I'm on the side of not getting thrown in prison while we're getting our boat fixed. They stole your money, too. You do realize that. I know where you keep your money. I only lost 15 gold out of this endeavor. (laughs) Okay, give me a... Just give me an unarmed strike, basically. And I'll say that if you hit... Like, whatever you roll, if it hits their armor classes, then they are pushed closer to the door. Three successful hits against both of them will like get them out of the door. 
So it's going to take three turns for you guys to get all the way to the door with you pushing them by yourself. Can I Eldritch Blast them instead? No, I'm just kidding. You can try. <laughs> um, I rolled a four and I have a plus one, so that is... Uh, that does not be either of your armor classes. Yeah. So uh, Momo unsuccessfully pushes you. <laughs> now it is Mr. Pickles. All right. Mr. Pickles goes back to the goblin that stole my money and he finally flips the table, like <laughs> literally flips it. Nice. So, yeah. And I'm going to flip it towards the person that was dealing okay, that goblin. They're going to do a deck save. And they fail the deck save, so they are pinned under the table. <laughs> okay. Roll 2d6 for table damage against the goblin. Five. Okay, great. Uh, the goblin is still conscious. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. They don't fight back. <laughs> <laughs> you see that a bunch more hobgoblins are like storming down the stairs and into the doors. There are five more hobgoblins. So there are seven total hobgoblins now in this establishment trying to like calm people down. One hobgoblin comes down who looks particularly more devastating than all of the other hobgoblins. Oh, gosh. They put out their hand and they cast the spell Lightning Bolt. So everybody give me a dex save. That was a dirty 20. Okay. I rolled 19 plus 23. Okay. Okay. So all of you pass. And you are going to take half damage. I shouldn't have been taking any damage tonight, you idiot. <laughs> Where's Scar? Why isn't Scar... he here? He knows how to get. How Scar to is a on a self discovery journey right now. Learning how to be a pirate. <laughs> what you see next is this hobgoblin, this hobgoblin comes down, reaches out their hand, and casts lightning bolt, which spreads to like. A lot of the people in the, uh, it's a hundred foot line, five feet wide, and everybody in that line drops to the ground except for the dealers at the tables. You all are going to take half of 38 damage. All of you take 19 damage. Okay. 19? Yes. If we had made that save, I would be out. <laughs> yeah, that's why everybody else dropped. <laughs> So everybody in the casino in that five foot wide line just drops to the ground, tased. Oh my god! <laughs> in Goblin, I'm like, I'm going to make these idiots leave. Just let us get out of here. He says, it's too late. You need to stay. Ah, uh, no, no. And if you're going to try to make me stay, I will kill you. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Threatening an officer. You see the other hobgoblins are just going around and like trying to take people down, like trying to barricade the entrance so two of them are barricading the entrance and the other five are trying to just like knock people down and like uh get people under control a lot of the just like regular patrons of the bar are like relaxing now that a bunch of people just drop to the ground but it is back up to Ekinem. i'm gonna look at the hobgoblin and it's like why are there like 15 of you so I i'm gonna try to use my fist of unbroken air spend a key point and push okay. the creature up to 20 feet away and knock it prone i go woo party what's the save dc 11 okay. not that hard they succeed yeah that's 3d10 19 points of damage divided by two okay great so fist of unbroken air you're like running to the door on your way you punch a hobgoblin in the face and they go down they're out cold they like try to dodge out of the way but you're just so fast that you just like get they're like moving backwards and you just get them right in the nose and so they collapse to the ground you totally knock out a hobgoblin now it is momor's turn right yeah Mar -mar. 
my mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Is there a mouth. clear path towards the door, or am I going to have to fight people to get out? I'll let you run towards the door. Yeah, um, at this point, screw you guys. Momo <laughs> flips off Mr. Pickles. <laughs> no! <laughs> and Momo just is running towards the door. Momo finally gets a sense. <laughs> <laughs> but you make it like to the door, basically, so next turn you'll be getting out. I might have a bonus action. Are there hobgoblins already barring the door? Yes, there are two hobgoblins at the door trying to keep this situation contained in the building bonus action hexblade curse one of the two so i'll just do the one on the left i guess okay it fizzles out is that okay that's an ability that's oh okay then you can do it okay yeah as long as it's not like magic well it is magic but it's not a spell it's a class feature okay i'll allow it yeah it's a demonic thing not a spell i'm just thinking one time at the beginning of an episode i said that mr pickles has a gambling problem (laughs) (laughs) And here we are. <laughs> look what that has turned into. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take a good look at this hobgoblin and say, not today. And which, just which one? The one closest the main to you? One. Oh, oh, the big boss? Big boss. Okay. And I'm going to say, no, I can't do it. Not today. We just got out of a terrible situation. I need a break. This is what my counselor said I needed to do. I really needed to, to calm down. <laughs> and I'm just going to run for the door (laughs) so the hobgoblins are going to take their turn and then you will be able to do whatever you'd like the boss hobgoblin is going to shoot at ekonem he reaches out his hand and a black bolt just comes out of his out of his fingers does a 15 hit okay yep so you are going to take uh 21 damage and you are knocked prone I am unconscious. <laughs> oh, no. I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided to turn full uh, antagonist uh, DM. No, you definitely should. I am should. actively trying to kill you at this point. You it absolutely is, should. It is non-lethal it. damage, Ekonem. Uh You are going to enter death saves, but if you do it, uh, three failures. You are not dead. Um, okay, and they're going to do another one of those. This time, aimed at Mr. Pickles. Does a sixteen hit? No. Oh, okay. A bolt of black force energy hits you in the back as you're running, but your stockiness it just propels you forward, <laughs> and you are fine. Lucky to be bouncy like a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it is the two hobgoblins at the door are going to try to get you. They're just going to take a swipe at you with their baton, which is a longsword. The first one misses, and the second one also misses. So they both both miss you with their batons. And now it is back up to Ekonem. Give me a death saving throw. Nine! Failure! Okay, Momo, what are you going to do? Momo looks towards the door and sees how easily he could just leave. <laughs> <laughs> then he like thinks about all the spells he could be using right now if he could use his spells <laughs> my action is to grab him, and then i want to keep going towards the door so i make it to the door now right yes so you can run out of the door but you will have two opportunity attacks from the two hobgoblins i have a pretty good high armor uh, class so i'm going to risk it okay they are both swinging at you at the same time Oh my gosh, they both got nat ones. (laughs) (laughs) That does not beat my armor class of 18. So what happens is they're swinging down at you. They're both like crossing batons and they end up like hitting each other in the back of the head. (laughs) 
I've been in way worse casinos than this. Your guys' security is below average. <laughs> I rolled two nat ones at the same time. They're going, well, I'll just say that they're like stunned and they're not going to get an opportunity attack on the next person to run out the door. Mr. Pickles, it is now your turn having said that. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to keep running, but I also want to attack. <laughs> Can I do both? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you could just use your movement. Can I uh, hit him with my great axe? Yes. Okay. The uh, Just the two to... that are blocking the door? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 16? That does not hit. Oh, poop. You swing your great axe at them, and it uh, just like dinks off of their bulletproof armor. Well, I'm running anyways. <laughs> okay, yeah, and all all three of you, one unconscious, run out of the casino. Uh, and you see that like the city guard is now like on its way over there. Here's what I would like to do now that I can use my spells. Yes. Oh, it is fully dark at this point. It is nighttime, by the way. So you run out into the night. The pride parade is still going on. Okay, remind me who started the fight again. Was it Mr. Pickles it or Ekinem? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pickles wanted to, though, for sure. <laughs> but I rolled a one. <laughs> so now that we get out, I am going to cast invisibility on myself, and I am going to cast it on Mr. Pickles. And then Ekinem, will, I'm going to carry. Ekinem won't be invisible, though. So, so it just levitating horizontally. Read me, <laughs> read me the wording for the spell invisible. I I assume that you can't carry a PC and then be invisible, but I just want a creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is oh, anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible okay. as long as it is on the target's person the spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell so you all three of you turn invisible and you run out into the night is there anywhere in particular you're trying to go i think or are you just running i want to run to like the other side of town where they probably haven't heard what's going on and just try to get a room for the night okay so, like, drop the invisibility only once we get, in, like, to an inn, like, where the guards aren't looking for us. Okay. So, we'll say you landed on the north part of town. That's where your ship is. The casino is pretty central. Do you want to find a room in the northeast, south, or, south or west part of town? I want to go to towards the north, but if the guards are going around, then I don't want to find a room there. I Okay. Just uh, we'll say that you get a room in like the northwestern part of town, so like fairly close to where your ship is being fixed. You were able to take a roundabout way to get there without like running into any city guards. Okay, and can I say that I will tell Mr. Pickles to stay invisible, come out of invisibility, and just be like carrying Ekinem, be like, oh, you'll have to excuse me, my friend had too much fun partying with me tonight. Uh, we need a room, and then like. Oh, we get that a lot. Mr. Pickles come <laughs> invisible, so that way if they hear about three people, hopefully they might not connect the dots because one of them wasn't showing. Okay. You see I, what I'm trying I to do? I see what you're trying to do. Okay. Yes. You get a room for the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the second floor of a tavern. Okay, so I drop the invisibility spell on Mr. Pickles once we walk into our room. Okay. Where's Scar? <laughs> <laughs> What happened to Scar? Will the rest of the party get arrested? Did Ekinim manage to get any reading done in a casino before getting wasted? That would be impressive, honestly. Tune in on October 13th to find out.
Also, I recently learned not everyone's aware there's a little blooper at the end of the episode. So, hey, stick around. Our DM is Ethan Despain. This episode was edited by Caden Haywood. Our show art was made by Seth Prestwich. Our theme song was made by Ethan Despain with assistance from me, Bo Wright. And we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for joining us. This is Analyzing TED Talks by Bo Cody and Ethan. (laughs) You know, that Ted, I'm not too sure about him. He sure talks a lot. Why is he talking so much? Ah, I don't know. Why is it a different Ted every time? When I start liking the one Ted, it's a new Ted. Yeah. How about you start listening, Theodore? (laughs) All this talking is getting old. Goodness.